God, Father, we come to you this weekend. We know that you inhabit the praise of your people. We know that your spirit is in the house. And God, we are in desperate need of some revelation, of some impartation, and God, deliverance from the madness that emotions unleash in our families, in our relationships, in every single aspect at every level of our lives. And God, many of us are in emotional bondage and don't even know it. So God, I pray today that you would move in a fresh way at every campus across all of Faith Promise Globe on our internet campus, at God Behind Bars and all of our campuses, Father, that you would so supernaturally move that you would open our eyes to our blinders and God reveal to us how to walk in the peace of God and the power of God over emotional bondage. In Jesus' name we pray and all God's people said, amen. amen. Great to see you in the house of God this weekend. Welcome, welcome, welcome. If you're a guest, you picked a perfect weekend to come worship with us because God is moving in a powerful way. I challenge you, every time you come to any of our campuses, that you come with a homogenous anticipation and expectation of the God of heaven to move in our midst. Would y'all agree with that? How many believe God's with us this weekend? That spirit is here. We have exploded out of Easter like never before. Greatest thing we've ever experienced. And then we moved into this new series called Madness, How to Overcome Your Emotions, How to Defeat Mind Monsters. And I will promise you this, on the authority of the Word of God, if you will begin to put to work the Word of God in your life in this, you will walk at a greater level of victory and peace than you ever knew was possible. If you missed last weekend, I want to challenge you, go online, go to our app, go to, go to our website, go to one of our resource centers at any of our campuses, get a free CD, get a free DVD. Last weekend, because we began to lay the biblical foundation for this series, probably one of the most important things we've ever communicated at Faith Promise Church. And so it's vital. Plus, if you missed last weekend... We interviewed the three guys that the Easter movie was written about. It was amazing. It was wonderful. But it will give you a leg up in where we are going because all of us experience the madness of emotional mind monsters. Is that right? Is that right? Okay, you don't believe that. Look at the person to your left. Come on. Now look at the person to your right. Now would you agree that people are plagued with mind monsters? Come on. Not you, but the people all around you struggle with that. So I really want you to really want you to open your heart up because remember when you were a kid and there were monsters that lived under your bed and there were monsters in your closet. Well, as you grow up, the monsters move from under your bed into your mind and the monsters under your bed were not real, but the monsters in your mind rob all your joy and victory that Jesus bought for us on the cross. If you will uh, if you will allow them. Now, we all struggle with this. If there's ever a message that applied to everybody, all 7,500 of us at all of our campuses, it's this weekend. So every now and then you say, oh, well, great. This doesn't apply to me. No, this does. Say, this is for me. I am ready. Bring it. Preach it. Preacher. Here we go. Let me ask you a question. All right. Here's the deal. Have you ever been startled out of a daydream? You know, you just mind wandered away. 
And all of a sudden, you were sort of, you know, came back to reality to realize you were thinking wrong. Has that ever happened to y'all? See, it happens to all of us. We all have some stinking thinking. We all have experienced the mind monsters of, of, of wrong emotions. Now, let me tell you what these, these, this madness of wrong emotions does. They're invaders into the peace of God in your life. This is for believers. They're invaders. They're actually trespassers. But the easiest access for the enemy to access your life, to begin to rob your joy and your victory, the easiest door for the devil is your emotions. Do y'all agree with that? Because, see, we believe our emotions even when they're crazy. We believe the most radical, stupid stuff because of our emotions. Is that right? All of us, we all deal with this. And so what happens is these mind monsters rob our joy. They steal our shalom. They, they rob us of our victory. They, they, they corrupt our contentment. They disrupt our relationships. And what we've got to learn to do is we've got to learn to post our minds, no trespassing property of God. Is anybody in the house property of God this weekend? Anybody? All right. So if you've ever seen property posted, they post it about every 15 to 20 feet. So there's no place you can access it and say, I didn't know. Or if they posted no hunting, because every time I say something needs to be shot, it's used behind a no hunting sign. But they post it so that you will know there's no access. All of us who are believers need to post our minds, no access, no trespasses. No trespassing. But what a lot of us says, now wait a minute, Pastor, I'm a Christian. I'm a Christ follower. I surrender my heart to Jesus, so I really shouldn't experience mind monsters. I shouldn't be overwhelmed with emotions. I mean, I'm born again. Doesn't that make me, doesn't that opt me out? Are you human? Do you live on the planet? Then you don't get to opt out. And so, the, written to Christians, to this, this third, actually the second or potentially the third letter, because there's a, the, the, they believe there's a lost letter to the Corinthian church. But Paul writes this letter to believers. This letter, this admonition is to people who name the name of Jesus. Though we walk in the flesh, this life we live on this planet, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, this, you know, flesh and blood, but they are divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses. Now, he is talking about in this passage how you think, what goes on in your mind and your heart. And so what Paul's saying is they're believers who have allowed the enemy to build a fortress in their emotions and in their thoughts. That makes sense. To build that, we are destroying speculations because all of us have speculations that are not correct and are every lofty thing that's raised up against the knowledge of God. There are things in your minds that are, that are raised up against the knowledge of God. Does that make sense? And we are taking every thought what? Captain to the obedience of Christ. So as believers, we have to have a guarded mind. We have to take every thought captive. So let me ask you some more questions. How many of you want to experience a positive, abundant, joy-filled life? Anybody? How many want the peace of God in your life? How many want to have an awesome marriage? What about great family? A good small group? Then what we've got to do as Christ followers is take a stand against these invaders of the mind and the emotion. Does that make sense? 
The reason that this series is an alignment, which means that what we're communicating on the weekend, we're teaching in small group during the week. And, and, and so you will miss all that God wants you to do because let's be real. All of us look to the people around us and say, I know that they have some emotional bondage, but not me. Because you don't know what you don't know, do you? You don't know what you don't know. We all, I was in the kitchen a few days ago, me and Mike, I mean, me and Zach and Michelle, and I was telling Michelle a story, brief, she wheels around when I got down the story and, and makes a comment that is plain. She didn't hear one word I said. <laughs> Nothing. So I laugh jovially. And in the most wonderful, calm voice the pastor could come up with, I said, sweetheart, I think you're going deaf. You need to go to the doctor. <laughs> I mean, I was serious. Because she's four feet away and she didn't hear anything. Of which she rolls around and says, why are you so mad? I said, I'm not mad. The joy of the Lord is my strength. I am in great victory right now. The Spirit of God is in control of this vessel. And she said, no, you get mad at me so fast. I said, Michelle, I'm not mad. Zach is standing beside me, so I wheel around to Zach to prove my point. Because if he wants an inheritance, he's going to be on his father's side. So I turned to Zach, and I said, Zach, tell your mother I wasn't mad. And he said, are you crazy? He said, you're furious. I said, I'm in my head. I'm not mad. I'm feeling good. Now, had Zach not been there, I would have argued all day I wasn't mad. Don't tell me I'm mad. I know when I'm mad. Are y'all with me? See, we don't know what we don't know. And Zach said, you treat mom like this all the time. I said, what planet are you living on? I love your mother. I honor your mother. You're crazy. He said, no, dad, you do it all the time. So he's out of the will. And uh, so, I, man, I think about that all day. So that evening, Michelle and I got in the car going somewhere. I said, listen, Michelle, I am so sorry. I said, I would have argued all day had Zach not been there. See, because I didn't think I was mad. And I, I, see, I want to, Michelle is the most favorite person on the planet for me. She is the love of my life. And I never want to dishonor my wife. Are y'all with me? But I was dishonoring it and clueless. We need to be in a group of people to help us see our blind spots. Does that make sense? We need somebody that could walk up and say, hey, you know, you're acting like a, you know, the south end of a northbound mule. You're, 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 you're blowing it here. Because we don't know, do we? Come on, let's be real. The difficulty of this series, I told the Lord this week, I said, God, this series could set more people free than anything we've ever done at Faith Promise. I said, the problem is this, they don't know they're in emotional bondage, none of us know. So you've got to reveal to all of us that we're in bondage. Then you've got to impart the truth of God that we can walk in victory. And then you've got to deliver us so that we can walk in that. So God, it's all you. Does that make sense? It's all God. I'm just going to reveal the word, and God's going to speak. And if you want to walk in this freedom, you can. Because this is the deal. Let me give you a quote. 
It is impossible to live a positive life with a negative mind. Now, Kevin Gerald, an acquaintance of mine, a pastor, wrote a great book called Mind Monsters. If you want to dig deeper into this, it's an easy read. It's a short book. It's where I got some of these thoughts this weekend. Kevin Gerald's a great, creative pastor, building a great church. And, but we all have mind monsters. So what does God knows that, right? So Proverbs chapter 4, the wisdom of the word of God, Proverbs 4, 23 says, watch over our, I memorized this in the King James, it says, guard your heart with all, with all diligence, guard or watch over to put a sentinel around your heart and your emotions with all diligence, which means to give all of your effort because this is so vital for from your heart flows the springs or all the issues of your life. So we are admonished as the people of God to guard our hearts, amen, to post our hearts, to put a sentinel around our hearts. He goes on now, New Testament, flip over to Philippians, Philippians chapter four, and we're gonna probably hit these every weekend until we get them. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice, let your gentle spirit be known to all men. The Lord is where? The Lord is where? See, emotions are the greatest liars in your life. They lie. Would y'all agree with that? Again, you get discouraged, you'll believe the dumbest things. Emotions lie. They're the easiest door of the enemy. And so the Lord is where? What about when you're going through a horrible divorce? What about when you're going bankrupt? What about when your health fails? What about when someone you love walks out of your life? Where is the Lord? Where is the Lord? See, you've got to learn to preach to yourself. I preach to me all the time. When things are going bad, when things are not going right, I say, Chris, the Lord is near. The word of God is true. God is in you, around you, for you, and with you. God is moving. You don't even know if there's a miracle going to happen today. God is going to make a way where there's no way. God is at work, and God is right here with me. Even when I don't feel it. Because emotions lie. Well, God's left me. No, he hasn't. You read the book of Psalms, man, David, that guy, he was an artist. He was hyper-emotional. Lord, you've forgotten me. God hadn't forgotten David. But that's how David felt. So you want to see emotions run awry, read the book of Psalms. Just read the book of Psalms. So that's the deal. The Lord is where? Be anxious, which if you read, if you're in a Bible reading, get a plan with us. Proverbs chapter 12, 25 yesterday talks about being anxious. Do not be anxious. It's a, it's a dangerous emotion. Be anxious for what? But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the shalom of God, which passes all comprehension. Now, we all want to be a, a good witness for, for the Lord, right? The, one of the best ways you can witness is to walk in the peace of God when all hell is breaking loose around you. That when everybody expects you to fold up and put a gun to your head, when everybody expects you to be defeated and discouraged, you're walking in the shalom, the peace of God that's guarding your heart and mind. See, they can't, that people don't understand. How can you walk with joy in the midst of difficulty? Well, the psalmist said, God will prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. When I'm surrounded by a foreign army and everybody is trying to kill me, God himself will make Make a feast, and I will experience the shalom of God in the middle of the mess. 
See, if we will surrender our, our emotions to the Holy Spirit, that's how God wants us to walk. And when you're walking that way, you're a soul-winning machine because people want what you have. Because the shalom of God that passes all comprehension will do what? Guard your hearts and minds. Guard, Proverbs 4, 33, above all else, guard your heart for from it flows the issues of life. So guard, post it, put a sentinel around it and your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. Mind monsters, emotional, emotional bondage, they have messed up believers for thousands of years. Would y'all agree with that? Matter of fact, as you read the word of God after this series, you're going to see how people stepped into stupid. So you're, going to, you're going to have such a greater revelation in the word because you're going to understand why people did stupid things. Again, this is why you need to be in a small group so that you can walk in victory and faith because without faith, it's impossible to please God. Our theme for 2016. Now, I mean, how many of you seen the movie Inside Out? Let me see your hand. How many of you seen the movie? Okay, if Disney ever made a movie that was based on fact, it's, it's inside out. I mean, it is, it is how a human mind thinks. It's, I, just, I watched it with my jaw on the ground. Could not believe it. It was unbelievable, the core memories and all the stuff. If you haven't seen it, it's a great movie to see. But in, the, in this, this, this list, uh, about a 12, 13-year-old girl, her emotions have gone awry. Sadness has taken over, and, and so joy and sadness go into her mind to fix her. And I love when they get there. They see these core memories, and we're not going to talk about that this weekend, but it was so cool about how your core memories affect how you view the world. But as they're walking through, right through the middle of her mind appears a train. And anybody remember, it's a train of what? A train of thought. Have you ever gotten on a train of thought? Excuse me? We've all gotten, every day we get on trains of thought, multiple trains going in multiple directions. Anybody ever ridden a real train? Let me see, you've ridden a real train. Okay, great. You know the most important thing about riding a train is knowing where it's going before you get on it. That's the most important thing about riding a train. So many people climb on trains of thought with no, without determining the destination of the train. So this is what I, if you're listening, say I am. I am. So we climb on a train without determining the destination. Our lives become wrecked, and then we, we end up in places we never dreamed that we would end up. And we say things like, how in the world did I get here? How did I have this affair? How did I lose my marriage? How did my small group fall apart? God, how did I get here? You got on the wrong train. And if you get on the wrong train going in the wrong destination, you're going to end up where the train's going. Does that make sense? Like how many people get on self-pity city train every day? Some of you go to work with people every day that ride to work on the self-pity city train. And you see them coming and you try to go around. Are you with me? I'm a, can I be honest for a minute? Not like oh, I'm lying to y'all. But, but here's the, whenever someone says, can I be honest, what have they been up to that point? But there are people that faith promised that I see them coming, man, but I'm bobbing and weaving. I'm watching them. Are you, are you with me? Because I know on the way to church they got on self-pity city train, and they want to stop for five minutes and tell me how bad life sucks. Are you with me? Now, I'm not saying you can't tell me things. There are people I pray for, and men folks come share, hey, this happened, pastor, pray for me. That's okay. I'm talking about people that every week hunt me down to dump on me. 
Are you with me? I mean, it's like a, you know, a big bird wants to plop on you. They want to plop. Listen, keep that poop to yourself. Don't pop. Don't poop on me. I'm, I'm serious. So they get on self-pity city train. They get on anger Avenue. We're going to talk about that in a couple weeks. I'm trying to figure that out. If I do, I'm going to, I'm going to preach a sermon about it. If not, I'm going to get somebody else to preach it. And so, or we get on the Lonesomeville train. Are you with me? We just get on it. We bask in it. We get on the train going to Lust Lane. And we say, how the world, why did I, why did I view porn? Because you got on the wrong train. And you know what many of us do? We blame God. God, you brought me here. This is a test. I'm just, I'm just out of the wilderness because God put me in the wilderness. No, you got on the wrong train. Going the wrong way. Don't blame God. Take some responsibility. Amen. Dang. We get on the, we get on the worry train. Some of you climbed on that train 40 years ago. You've never gotten off. You got a whole compartment in that train. Some of you, some of you are on guilt train. Some of you can't get off the shame train. Some of you get on the insecurity train. Some of you get on the suspicion train and doubt everybody around you. Some of you get on the doubting God train, doubting God's word train. And then it takes you to a place that you never thought you would be. See, inaccurate assumptions will lead you to wrong conclusions. Getting on the wrong train will always take you to the wrong place every time. Now, I don't know about you. Maybe my mind's a little bit more whack than everybody else's. But my mind is like Grand Central Station. I'm pretty sure I got spiritual ADD. Y'all, is that, I mean, man, there, are, there is a train stopping and taking off in my mind every 1.2 seconds. They're coming north, south, east, and west. They're rolling through. I mean, man, it, it, they're just, are y'all with me, man? I mean, shoo, shoo, shoo. they're just, bl- and you're sitting on the platform deciding which train that you're going to get on. Which train going which way? Does this make sense? Because I can start over. Y'all with me? If you're with me, say, I'm with you. Too important for you to miss this. And so, so what do we do? When you're on the platform, it's got to be a P48 trainer. Don't get on it. P48 is Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. This is finally, brethren, whatever is what? How many of us live on the lie train? Lies about God, lies about ourselves, lies about people. We believe stuff that's wrong. Are no, do we don't all get on that train sometimes? Come on, let's be real. See, emotions are liars. Whatever is true, whatever is honorable. Think of how many trains you wouldn't get on if you didn't get on, if you only got on true trains and honor trains. If you walk into a conversation where they're bashing people, how many people have bashed the president this week? Bass Hillary, Bernie, Donald, the whole gang. See, we love to get on the dishonor train, don't we? Come on. The dishonor train goes by so slow, you don't even have to try to jump on it. Just step right in there. Are you with me? We just step right up in there. Whatever is honorable, whatever is right. Think of how many trains you wouldn't have got on already today just in those three. All Today. Whatever is pure. How many trains would you not get on if you only got on pure trains? Come on, is anybody with me? I hear you breathing. I know y'all are here. (laughs) Whatever is lovely. Whatever is of good repute. If there's anything excellent. 
And anything worthy of praise, do what? Dwell. Dwell on these things. Drive on these things. The P-48 train. Don't get on the other trains. Their path leads to destruction. Get on the P-48 train. And when you're standing on the platform and you do get on the wrong trains, and we all will, won't we? We're going to get on a train that's not a P-48 train. As soon as you get on a P-48 train, number one, you got to recognize I'm on the wrong, or to the fourth power, you got to recognize I'm on the wrong train. I would have never recognized that I was acting ugly to my wife had Zach not said, Dad, you're, I mean, your fangs are showing, the, the, the neck, your neck, the, the veins are bulging, you're mad. Well, I was mad then, but not before. And so you got to... You have to recognize, are you with me? And the only way to recognize it, the Spirit of God may tell us, or somebody may point it out, why do we fight for the mind monsters? No, I'm not. And then if we do it, we blame somebody else. Well, okay, I'm mad, but it's not my fault. If Michelle would have been paying attention and listening, I would have never gotten mad. See, don't give the control of your emotions to somebody else. Don't blame your emotions on somebody else. It was my fault I got mad. I didn't even know I was mad. So you got to first recognize, oh, crap. I'm on the wrong train. Pull the emergency. And step your butt out. In Jesus' name, are you with me? Come on. And some of you are more worried I said, but then you're on the wrong train. <laughs> Grow up. Here we go. Recognize you're on the wrong train. Reject that train of thought, that emotion rejected, and replace it. See, the only way to get off a train is get on another one because I don't know, but I don't think most people can shift their brain into neutral and not think. Now, there are people I'm looking at, I'm pretty sure they don't think, but most people <laughs> cannot shift. Are you with me? So if I tell you, listen, 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 listen. Whatever you do, do not think about a pink elephant. No, no pink elephants. Do not think about a pink elephant. What are you thinking about? Pink elephants. No way to get rid of a pink elephant is a brown giraffe. <laughs> see, if you want to learn to think, if you want to take every thought captive, when you see, when you recognize that you're on the wrong train, you reject it, you replace it with another train, a P-48 train. Whatever is true, whatever is right, whatever is lovely, whatever is honorable, whatever is excellent, whatever is good, whatever is worthy of praise, let your mind dwell on these things. And when you do though, the peace of God that passes all understanding will guard your hearts and mind in Christ Jesus. Are you with me? Proverbs 4.23, above all else, guard your train. For from it flows the issues of life. So, and then we retrain. So we reject it, we retrain the train. And if, you will, if you'll work on these things, if you'll work on these things, you'll learn what causes wrong emotions, and you'll stop that. You won't give anybody else control over your emotions. You'll walk into a difficult situation. There are things that five years ago used to make me furious. Don't, they don't even bother me anymore. They don't even bother me anymore. Why? Because I've learned what triggers. Now, do I have complete victory? No. We're all working this deal together, aren't we? We're all looking for, again, Proverbs 4, 23, guard Put a sentinel around, post your emotions, your mind. Post them, guard them with everything you have with all diligence. Paul said in Philippians 4, the things you've seen in me, heard in me, learned from me, and received from me, practice these things. 
work on, diligently practice, learning how to think, learning to replace gossip with goodness, learning to replace worry with the word, learning to replace that self-pity city with a train of praise. Are you with me? Learning to, to, learning to replace worry with worship, learning, learning, practicing, dwelling. Does this make sense? Is anybody with me? See, you've got to guard your mind or madness will move in. Mind monsters will move in. Your emotions, your, your heart, your mind, your emotions are the throne in which you place Jesus as Lord over in your life. So what we've got to do, if you're listening, say I am. We've got to learn. We have to learn to, to surrender our emotions to the power of the Holy Spirit. That we be so sensitive that when those emotions, when the wrong door opens, when an invader, when a trespasser moves in, we see it, we surrender. We surrender. And we don't fight for the mind monsters, we fight against the mind monsters. Are you, are you, are you, does that make sense? Now, this is not a political statement, so grow up. I'm with this. It's yeah, not about politics. This is a biblical illustration. Are you with me? What we need to do is let the Holy Spirit become our border patrol. Because invaders are coming in the borders of our minds and emotions. This makes sense. Invaders are coming in, and we allow illegals to come into our mind and erupt our emotions and rob us of our joy and victory. So we've got to put the Holy Spirit, release him to be the border control to guard our hearts because mind monsters are terrorists that want to enter into your mind and rob your joy, your victory, your peace, and the power of God in your life. Because the devil will always seek to enter an unguarded mind. Does this make sense? So now let's be real. In a, in a, in a 24-hour day, you sleep eight hours, so the other, the other two-thirds of that day, how much of that part of that day are you guarding your mind? Or do we most of the time forget about this? Hang out with people on the wrong train. Watch movies that are, that are the wrong train. Listen, just everything we put in our life, we're putting in, we're allowing the wrong trains. Everybody with me? And then we wonder, why don't I have the peace of God the pastor talks about? Because you're living on the wrong train. Would this help us if everybody did this? Excuse me? People, I've talked to people and they'll sit down at my desk or whatever, sit down and cup of coffee and they'll say, they'll say things like this. Pastor? I don't know how I ended up having an affair. I don't know how it happened. I do. I know. You, walked, you got on the wrong train with a coworker or a neighbor or a friend, and you started playing footsies. You started looking. You started engaging in thoughts that were the wrong thoughts. They were lustful thoughts. Are you with me? You started allowing that other person to meet needs that only your spouse is, sent, is, is there to meet. Are you with me? And then he started meeting people, and God is saying, get off the train. Get off the train. The train, and get off the train. You say, I'm going to go one more stop. Are you with me? I'm going to go one more stop. I'm just going to go a little farther. I'm not going to go all the way. And then you have an affair. Your life is ruined and wrecked. Your marriage is de devastated. Your kids are rocked and shocked. And you say, I don't know how I got here. I do. You got on the wrong stinking train. Does this make sense? Come on, does this help you? I've watched, I've watched more people than I could count, probably thousands, 
come to this church, get saved, get freed up, love it, love the worship, love groups, love everything. And man, then all of a sudden you realize you don't see them anymore. And it's hard to keep up with people running 13 and 14 services in seven locations on the weekend. So some will say, have you seen those so-and-so? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're going to the Blunt Campus or North. or I think, they're, I think they're at another service. And then you run into them at the mall or you run into them at a restaurant. They say, hey, I haven't seen you in a while. Are you going to another campus? No, no. Have you changed services? No, no. Are you still going to Faith Promise? No, no. And they loved it, remember? And I will, I'll say things like, well, what happened? Well, you know, I started hanging out. We started hanging out with this couple. And they started telling us about you. Gossip train. Dishonor train. They started telling us about how, how Faith Promise spends the money. And they started pointing out all the inconsistencies and all the things that are wrong. Are you with me? Is somebody listening? Because some of you are on that train right now. And, and, and they're gone, and I'll say this. Okay, hey, I got that. We're not a perfect church. Where are you going to church at now? We don't go. How long have you been gone? A year. Well, we just can't find a church. I know, because you left a good one. You left a good one. And they'll say, well, you know, I'd love to come back. You know, we're struggling. Of course you are, because you got on the wrong stinking train. Does this make sense? See, you can't, you can't flourish if you're not planted in the house. And people, are about every three to five years, they go to another church, they get up, they, and they never get to flourish because they never stay long enough for the roots to get where they can really be nourished. Are you with me? Does this make sense? So when, when you get on a train and somebody's bashing the pastor, they're bashing the vision, they're bashing the team, they're bashing, just get off the train. Get off the train. There's no need saying anything to them because they're not going to listen because they have one mouth and no ears. And so just get off the train. Come on. Get off gossip. Get off negativity. Man, get off. Listen, if you, want, if you want to get on a train, it better be a P48 train. Jesus bought you joy, peace, victory, and power in the Holy Ghost on the cross. And that's how he wants you to walk. Amen. Come on, somebody. So... A lot of us have gotten on the religion train. Religion sucks. It's never going to a good place. Some of us have got on the relationship train with Jesus, and it's a good train. But see, there's a huge difference. See, religion and a relationship with God are going two different directions. And if you've ever been a train going fast this way and another, you know, going fast that way, man, they, it seems like they're going 1,000 miles an hour in the opposite directions because they are. And you're ready to receive Jesus as your Lord. You're ready to turn from your old life to turn to the new life. You're ready to begin to walk in victory and peace with every head about every eye closed. We're just going to pray this confessional prayer with you out loud. Come on with us if you're ready. Dear Jesus, I'm ready for your peace, for your victory. I know you died for me. I know you rose from the grave. And I invite you into my heart. I confess you as my Lord. Help me walk by faith. Help me get on the right train. And help me honor you with the rest of my life. In Jesus' name. And all God's people said, somebody, come on. Woo!
Has it been good to be in the house of God this weekend? Who's going to walk in victory? Who's going to celebrate? Who's going to beat the monsters? Who's going to walk in the power of God? Come on. Woo! Come to church expecting and believing God to move. If you gave your heart to Jesus, take the card that's in front of you, fill it out, drop in the offering box. If you're not in a group, you can go to Next Steps at any of our campuses. Just go to the Next Steps area and say, help me find a group. That's what they're there for. Come on, listen, listen. Don't miss a message in this series. Next weekend, we're going to talk about joy. Woo, I love me some joy. Do y'all? Man, I like joy way better than sadness. And so, man, we're going to come next week and learn to walk in victory. Be blessed. We love you. Man, be blessed. Have a great week.